Hey everyone, thanks for listening to the Ridge Community Church Podcast. My name is John, I'm one of the pastors on staff here, and you may have noticed that this isn't the weekly message that we usually release on our podcast. And that's because we're trying something a little bit new with our podcast as well, where not only will we just have the message released each week, but we'll also release a conversation with someone, an interview with someone in the community to give you some of that helpful and hopeful content as we continue to strive towards our vision to really bring the hope of Jesus into every home. And it's that idea, that vision, that I got a chance to sit down with our lead pastor, Mark Wright, and have a conversation about. Why was it important to have a vision? Where did it come from? And what will it take for everyone to really be involved? It's a great conversation. I'm excited to share it with all of you. So here's my conversation with Mark. Hey, Mark. Thanks for, thanks for sitting down and having a conversation with me. How's it going? Well, it's going great. And is it true, at least this is the rumor, that am I the first interview here of the Ridge podcast that's being released? That's true. Yeah. You're the very first interview. Yeah. So if things go, you know, just, they just tank on us, then we know uh, who to give a hard time to. Well, I, I know now that, I mean, you kind of start at the bottom and then you can, you can, you're only going to go up from here to wherever you interview next. So uh, I appreciate you saving the, the bottom for the first. So it's, it's an honor to be here with you. And it is an honor to have you with us. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, Hey Mark, what would you, uh, would you just tell us a little bit about, um, let me talk about the vision of the Ridge and maybe why you felt it was so important for the Ridge to have a vision. Yeah, I think um, as a church, we were very strong and we are very strong in uh, what God has called us to do. I think if you if you talk to 80% of the people who have been attending the Ridge over the past um, year, most of them would know that our mission is to help people find and follow Jesus. And uh, that is fantastic. And that's what we're about and all that stuff. But I just felt like something was missing. And uh, the missing piece was what I call the where of God is calling us. It's, um, you know, the, the mission piece answers the what question. What are we about? Well, we're about helping people find and follow Jesus. But then it's like, okay, where are we going, God, with that? And that's the vision piece. And I really felt like that was missing. And so we began then a process to figure out, okay, God, um, what is the unique where that uh, you have in store for the Ridge? And so that was why we started to go down that journey. Yeah, I know when you first described it to, to us as a staff, you used this kind of allegory or, or metaphor. I guess allegory is something totally different, but a metaphor. <laughs> a yeah. metaphor of kind of a vacation. Yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that really helps me because it's, and, and this is what I use with the staff, as you know, it was you would never get up one morning and tell your family, uh, well, we're going to go on vacation. And then, you know, maybe your spouse or one of the kids would say, well, where are we going? And you would never go like, well, I'm just, I think we're going to let the spirit lead or we're just going to go wherever. We're just going to get in the car and drive. You know, we don't do that. Uh, we would say, well, here's where we're going. We're going to Disneyland or we're going to, you know, somewhere else. We would always know the where. And uh, that is the idea of vision. It is the here's where we're exactly going. And that's why this is such an important thing. Yeah, it's so awesome. I, I know that when I first heard it, I was like, okay, that is something I want to ride behind. I want to go there. Much like if you said we were going to Disneyland, I'd be like, okay, let's go. <laughs> so well, similar, me too. Yeah. You know, there's there's so many different things. There, the, uh, there's so many different things that you guys could have chosen or kind of described. What was it about this vision of to 
bring the hope of Jesus into every home that really, um, or, or how did you guys decide on that? I think the first part of it is the, the belief that God has a unique calling on every local church. Okay. There's a lot of similarities. I mean, we're to, you know, we're a part of the, what, you know, we call the great commission where Jesus says, therefore we're going to make disciples. Okay. So every church that's, that's across the board, but then there's a, every church we believe has a unique way that that's expressed and that is played out. And so that to discover what that uniqueness is. Um, I, I really believe that God wants to take that individual church, that individual team on a process of discovery. And so um, it's kind of like I related to when people are searching for God's will and certain things in their life. A lot of times God doesn't tell us right away because he wants us to go on a process of discovery and we learn and grow through that. Well, that's what we went through. And so it was a process where uh, we have a team within our staff it's called the directional leadership team that uh, we began to sense this where was missing. Okay. We all agreed on that. And then we said, okay, we got to go through this process. And then they looked at me and they hardly ever do this. Okay. But they looked at me and they said, Mark, a big part of this has to come from you. And, um, and so we'll help, but it's got to come from you. So anyways, for about an 18 month process, I thought, I thought I was like, well, this will take a month, you know, all stuff. That was 18 months. <laughs> and um, it, it was, it, it was an 18 month process. It was took prayer, took fasting, took a lot of discussion. We were like writing out the Ridges story and looking for unique things. We were doing all these exercises, just pulling stuff out to just go, what God, what has been the unique uh, strands that have been consistent through our, our church's history and all that stuff. And then it got to a place where I presented a statement and we were like, Hey, that's pretty good. And, um, and then we, we started to, to take that and then begin to um, test it, as you know, within within the staff itself. Mm-hmm. And you 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 remember that that I time? Do, I do, I do remember that. Yeah, uh, and I remember one of the cool activities we did with that. And I think it's I think it's still so powerful, even though we ended up refining it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Was we wrote down that vision statement over a map of uh, Wisconsin. As yeah, Southeast, just, yeah. yeah, Southeast Wisconsin said, hey, this this really needs to be something that's put in the forefront of what we're doing and is on our minds as we're going through things so that we have a clear picture and a clear mindset of, of where we're going. And I think that's, I know that exercise is still stuck with me even as we've kind of refined the vision a little bit more. Well, and, and, and John, I tell you, that was kind of a powerful thing of how, how God works in a team. And like I said, that's why I love, you know, um, um, we think the church is a team. Okay. At least that's how I see it. It's different terms are used in the, in the new Testament stuff, but I see it as a, as a team that, um, every person's important in the process. So when we, when I presented that to the staff that first time, the meaning of it was, was right. Uh, but I remember then sitting down with some staff and then talking about it. And then the feedback was, Hey, listen, we like that, but what does that exactly mean for us? And I remember hearing that and going, okay, God, there's a disconnect here still. And so then I went back to the drawing board and I told the, the directional leadership team, we need to go back to the drawing board here. And then um, it was, I just, it was a couple weeks later, I was actually sitting on, I was laying on the couch uh, doing some quiet time. And then that to bring the hope of Jesus in every home kind of popped into my head and I wrote it down. I just thought, oh, I guess write this down. Went back to my devotional time. And then I went back to it a, couple days 
uh, again, it's like, man, that just still resonates and it's memorable and it's on point. And then we went from there. Yeah. I, I love the description you kind of gave where you just said, you know, this isn't so much something that's new holistically as far as where we're going. We just now have a very clear description of it. This has always been the vision of the Ridge. We just haven't had the best way to articulate it. And now we do, which is really cool. Yeah. People always said, oh, this is a new vision. No, 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 no. It's, it's not a new vision. It is, this is a clarifying statement of something that God has already put into the heart of, of the rich. Yeah. So I wonder, you know, as a staff, like during that meeting, when we finally got that, that, the, the final version of it, you kind of broke it down step by step because it really is packed. It's every word has a meaning and a significance, um, as far as that goes. And so I was hoping maybe you could just, could you break it down for us? Yeah. So, so the idea to bring, uh, th- this is this idea that um, a lot of times we can think about uh, the church and the local church, and it's just all about uh, what happens in a building. And I think that to bring idea goes back to the words of Jesus where he says, therefore, go. And it's this idea that we're sent ones. We're, we're called to bring uh, people the the good news and not just go and telling people that you know but it is just in our everyday lives that we live our lives um, following Jesus and this is a byproduct of that that wherever we go this is this is our calling and it's a beautiful thing to be heard so to bring is really key uh, to bring the hope that word hope is huge because every single person I don't care if you're a religious person or you're not a religious person people are searching for hope. And the definition of hope is the the belief that there's something better. That's really the core definition of hope. And in the New Testament, when they talk about hope, it's this idea that that we can we can know that God has something better for every single person, and uh, we can know that because the hope of Jesus, because of what He has done through Jesus. And so, hope is not a thing or an event. It's found in a person. And uh, so to bring the hope of Jesus, which we believe all hope, hope is through him, to bring the hope of Jesus into every home. And that home part is really huge because every person has a home. I had someone say to me this, yeah, but what about a homeless person? Even a homeless person has a home. It might, now it might not, it might not be in a physical house. It might be under a bridge or whatever, but there's this fear that they have. Yeah where they, they spend their time, most valuable time. And so every single word for us is it matters. Why do you think it's important for everyone at the Ridge to be part of it? Yeah, I, I think it's easy to, um, to, to think of it just as uh, the church's vision. Okay, so, well, this is something, you know, this the church's vision and, you know, I'm a part of this local church, the Ridge and all this stuff. And so this is kind of what they're telling me to do or, something along that line. And listen, there's an aspect of that that's really, really important, okay? But I think the more important aspect of this is seeing this through the individual, seeing it personally, because it's so easy to think that to follow Jesus, and most people wouldn't say this, but it's kind of what they think it is, and it is this. Following Jesus is about information. It's about what do I know? What do I don't know? It's, um, it, it's, I don't know the Bible enough. I do know the Bible enough. Uh, I'm not smart enough. It's all about information. And what's interesting is, is that, um, 
following Jesus is not about information. It's more about influence. And so the, the idea of this is, is that personalizing, this is, this is God's calling on you, that you're actually called to something. You're called to influence uh, wherever you go uh, in a way that draws people to the one who created them and the one who gave his life for him. And so to see it from an institutional level, the local church is great, but I think it's more important that you start at the individual level and you go, no, God's called me to be a part of something and to use my life for something greater than me. And then, oh yeah, the local church, I'm a part of a community of people that's doing that. That's just the supplement part of it. You know, Mark, this may be a bit of a tangent, but it's, I would just love to hear your answer on it. What do you think is the trick to overcoming that? Because I really do think it's a, um, you know, it's an easy trap for us to fall into, that information, like following Jesus is about information. Mm -hmm. What do you think is the key to kind of moving past that? I, I think, I think we have been conditioned in, in culture and in other parts of, of our lives where it's like, okay, we're informational overload. Everything's about information. All right. And there's very little taking of the information and then doing something really with it. Okay. I think a part of this because we're, we're flooded with it. And then when you talk about following Jesus, I think there is this, I think there's this, I'll call it a transition. All right. A transition that every follower of Jesus needs to make as they begin to take steps and grow in their faith. And it's this, we transition from, uh, it's about what I get out of it. And we all start that way. Okay. So I don't say that in a critical sense. It's what I get out of it. And it becomes about, you know, me and my needs and my faith. And then the transition happens when we realize that, oh, wait a minute, there's more to this than that that it's really about others and what God wants to do through me to impact the lives of other people. And it's a hard transition because there's a lot of fear. There's maybe even a lot of baggage attached to that. Uh, There's just a lot there, but when that transition happens, it's powerful because then people, then we can see that there is a rhythm to, I learn and I live, I learn and I live, and there's this beautiful rhythm that takes place in in the life of someone who follows Jesus, and it's just it's just powerful. But it's a it's a a lot of people. It gets hard to make that transition, and so they're not willing to see it through, so they stay in the information place. Yeah, and I, I imagine too, it's something where it's a continual process where maybe you learn something, you 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 live it out, and then you know there's that temptation to kind of go back to that place of of yeah. of learn again right? Instead of continuing forward. I think that everybody kind of goes through that. Well, it's challenging. Okay. So when you follow Jesus, I heard someone say to it one time, it goes, well, a lot of times it's like swimming upstream with some things. And you know, I think that's very true. I, I, I do. I think there's a lot of things where we go, it's so counterintuitive to uh, the way we were living our lives before. So there's this, there's this, whoa, you know, kind of pushback internally, but that's part of the trusting of, of, of God part of this whole thing that, okay, um, God, you're, you're showing me a different way to live and you're showing me life as you intended it to be. And, uh, it is a little bit of a tough thing. I, I mean, if it's not challenging, if that ever stops being challenging, I would go, there's something wrong. It's always going to be challenging, but it's a great journey of discovery. And, and so stay curious and stay willing and stay open to just trusting God in those things. 
Yeah, and I think once we once you start to see that, you'll see that hope of Jesus going to the people, like the homes of those around you. You know, when you really start living that out, I think that's well. Yeah, you. I mean, once I think you get the filter of of it is really about people, and God's calling me to people, and He's not calling me to be weird. He's not calling <laughs> to be strange. He's He wants to. Because I think that's a lot of the a lot of the stuff that when people, anytime we talk about. Uh, stuff like this. Some people think, oh, because they see all these bad stories and experiences where people were used as projects and, and all this stuff. But, but when you, when we get to a place, when we make that transition, it's about others. And we begin to, this is a prayer. I've said this from stage multiple times that we have a heart for God and we have his heart that we will see people in a way where we won't be thinking of them as projects We'll just start to be, we'll start to love people and we'll start to love people like Jesus. And when you start to love people like Jesus, I mean, it just be, starts to become a natural thing based on how God's wired you and all that stuff. Yeah. That's really powerful. If, if we can kind of circle back around on the vision element, because it's kind of sprinkled a lot through with what you're saying. And I think it's really mm-hmm. part of that, that piece. What do you think it is about the vision that really encapsulates this idea of it's going to take everybody. It's going to take more than the Ridge, more than just one church, uh, but more people involved too. Yeah. I think, uh, I think any vision, uh, any God vision for sure needs to be bigger than ourselves. Okay. And I know we can throw that around with anything. All right. But if it's not bigger than us, then why we aren't going to need God. All right. So that's step one. Uh, this this particular one that we're talking about to bring the hope of Jesus in every home. And our focus is on is, is primarily in the Southeast Wisconsin area. Okay. We look at that and we go, Hey, listen, the Ridge is not called to reach everybody. All right. The local church is called to reach everybody. So we look at this and go, once again, our calling is a local church. There's a uniqueness to it, but there is the, it's similar in the sense that, Hey, therefore go and make disciples element of it, which is the same. And so uh, our belief is, is that even though our verbiage is our verbiage, we believe we're not called or capable of reaching and all that. God wants to use all the different local churches in a particular area to do that. And we just take that up a notch. And we say, we see churches all over the place and we all have the same mission, but we're all not working together. We're just kind of working on our own. And in some ways, and in some places, even competing with each other, well, we just don't see that. You know, we're all one family. Uh, we're called to the same mission. And so our, our one of our phrases is a fractured family produces fractured results. And that's what we get when we do that. Well, if you read John 17, Jesus' longest recorded prayer, what does he pray for? Unity. Unity. And so we have this phrase, God blesses unity. And so our hope is is to bring local churches together, not to do the same thing as far as, you know, the services should look the same, but hey, we're here to love and support each other because we're all trying to accomplish the same thing. And so uh, we try to bring a network of churches together that are committed to the, the Jesus mission, as I call it, to, to go, and re- go and make disciples. And we support each other. We hold each other accountable to launching new churches and campuses so that the end result is, is the hope of Jesus is brought into more homes, not because of what the Ridge does. We have our part, but because of healthy local churches coming together to accomplish that. 
I just love the humility in that to say, you know, we are, we know we can't reach everyone. And we know that we need God to make, to show up in a big way to do this. And uh, just the idea of partnering with, with other churches and saying, you know, we're all on the same team. I think that's really powerful. Um, all right, la- last question for you. Well, Mark. Our, oh, area, well, our area is filled with so many great leaders. Uh, I mean, they just, they're so good. And I, like I said, it's, it's been cool to see our church. Uh, God use our church to give to other churches, building campaigns to, um, uh, share staff, to share resources, to just, you know, them share with, it's just a, it, it's a really cool thing because there really are so many great local churches in this area. That's awesome. You're so, you're so dead on. So last question for you, Mark. So say everyone is, is, has embraced this, this vision and it's on a personal level. It's not about the institution of the Ridge or any particular church. It's about, and I want the hope of Jesus into every home. What kind of impact, what kind of change would you think would happen in our community if, if we really embrace that on a personal level? Yeah. There are certain, and I forgot the exact term of this, but there's, there's certain um, measurables in every given community that measures what they call uh, the brokenness of a particular community. Okay. And it's, it's, it's multiple things. There's actually a website for this. Uh, Kelly, who's on our staff was looking into this actually some more, but it measures things like the divorce rate, um, suicide rate, uh, drug and alcohol rate. I mean, there's a bunch of these factors, poverty rate. There's a bunch of these factors that when you, when you peel back the layers of a community, you go like, Whoa, you know, that that's, that community's hurting. There's a need there in that community. So back to your question, John, I really believe that when we are seeing a, a group of churches that are unified in their approach and in their mission to, as we would say it, okay, not they would necessarily to bring the hope of Jesus in every home. And they're committed to that. We will see those, um, those measurables, go in a good direction. The divorce rate will begin to drop. Families will stay together. Marriages will be strengthened. Uh, there'll be a heavy investment in what we call the critical generation and uh, where they'll discover a, a God who loves them and that God's got a purpose for them and that their identity is not in what everybody else is thinking and what, and what social media, but in, in who God already says that that they are. Uh, poverty cycles will start to be broken. Segregation uh, within our, that's so strong in our community will start to, will start to be broken down and you'll just start to see those things improve, improve and improve, uh, to where the point where, um, I think community transformation is really possible. I really do. It's big and all stuff, but I think it's really possible because God can do that. Well, and when you put it that way, I mean, how can you not rally around, get excited, you know, and fully want to embrace when you hear that this this change transformation, like how powerful is that? And how powerful would that be? And what a difference that would make just in our schools and in the homes and the community, just that's a tremendous impact. And here's the thing. God wants to use every single person, every single person. I mean, you know, there's no one outside, outside that scope. And so that's, what's really cool about it. That's what's cool about being a part of a local church or as I call a team. I, 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 that's just great about it. 
Yeah, I think that when you think about that, that bring element, I love that it's so much more about, it's not, hey, I'm going to take this person to church, which is great. It's just which is something we'd, we'd love for that to happen. That might be. Yeah, yeah, that might be. But it's this concept of, no, I, I am going to go and and be that, um, can be that element of hope that Jesus brings to that person's home without needing to say, you need to come with me to this thing or that thing. It's, nope, I can be this representative for them. We've said this internally. You've heard this before. Uh, we've said things like, okay, uh, within the future, instead of, I mean, you may have groups that that are meeting that are, are um, have a mix of uh, people because because they're so vision driven that they that they go, okay, we're going to try to live this vision out within a certain context. And they have certain people, uh, they have a, a core group of people that are committed to this. And then you have a, a group of people, let's just say that they're connecting with that would say they not follow Jesus, but they would meet on Sunday mornings and they'd be like, Hey, I just want to let you know, we're not going to be at a service because our group is meeting on Sunday morning and that's going to be the service. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. As long as you're allowing the training and equipping and have that spot and we can provide, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. I love that. There's a lot there. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Mark. I really appreciate the, the conversation and just that, just the inspiring element and the willingness to say, hey, God, where do you want us to go? Where are we headed? And being able to clearly articulate that. So thanks for sharing that with us. And thanks for, thanks for coming on the podcast. Hey, listen, I, 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 it's always an honor. And like I said, all the guests are going to be better from here. So keep <laughs> listening to that. It'll be, I promise, it'll be better next week than what you got this week. Thanks, Mark. All right, bud.